0: Hi there, this is Pastor Tim Jacobs from Compass Church in Goodyear, Arizona, and I'm here in studio with the Democrat candidate for Attorney General of the state of Arizona, Felicia Rodolini. Felicia, how are you today?
1: I'm great, thank you for having me.
0: It's great to have you. And this is a different kind of interview that we're going to do today because we're uh, having an evangelical Christian conservative pastor interview you, who is the Democrat candidate for attorney general. And it's a different kind of interview in that it is going to really look at your faith and how your faith plays a role in both your decision to become a candidate um, for attorney general as well as the policies and things you stand for and the agenda and what you hope to accomplish should you win this upcoming election. By the way, Felicia can be found at feliciaforarizona.com on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Felicia for Arizona and Twitter at at Felicia for AZ. Now, can you explain, first of all, for everyone, what exactly does an attorney general do?
1: Yes, thank you for that question. It's really important that we um, talk about that. The attorney general is the lawyer for the people of Arizona. The attorney general literally runs the biggest law firm in the state, And all of those lawyers, assistant attorney generals, there's about 400 of them, are the lawyers for the people as well, representing state agencies, prosecuting criminals, enforcing consumer laws, um, making sure Arizonans are safe. Uh, It's one of the executive uh, officers in our Constitution, and it's the job that I fell in love with when I became an assistant attorney general back in 1992.
0: That's great. Now, obviously, you are on a Christian station speaking to a largely conservative evangelical, and because of that, Republican audience. So I just want to come straight out and ask you the question, why should someone who's in that camp vote for Felicia Rodolini for Attorney General?
1: Because I am first and foremost a public servant. I spent 17 years in the Attorney General's office and then as a financial watchdog protecting and serving the people of Arizona, working alongside republicans and democrats all of those years uh, in the trenches and if you look at my record of those 17 years you'll see that i've always put the people first and i want to take politics out of the attorney general's office when i'm attorney general i will be an independent watchdog that rises above partisan politics the job of the attorney general is not a political job it's a public safety job and my passion is protecting and serving the people and to serve the people and empower them instead of um, empowering myself. I truly believe in the, the notion and the concept of um, servant leadership.
0: There is a lot of partisan politics going on right now. We see it all over the country and you want to be different.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And you want to be able to bring to the table as attorney general, uh, what kind of principles do you hope to bring to the table here?
1: Well. Service, integrity, and excellence. Those are the values I grew up with in Sheridan, Wyoming. I've been in Arizona for 28 years. I love it and it is my home. Uh, but I grew up in a small town uh, in a family that was very faith based and served our community and our church. And it was all about um, giving back, being honest, and working hard to get ahead. Um, and I believe those are the values and principles that I brought to my law practice in 1986 when I moved to Arizona as a private sector lawyer. It's the values I brought to the attorney general's office uh, as a prosecutor in 1992. Uh, And those are the values that I'll bring as the attorney general, setting the culture, setting the tone from the top.
0: And what, let me just ask you this. Let's talk about your faith. Yeah. Tell me about your faith.
1: Well, I was raised Catholic and I am a Christian and I go to the Bible very often for help and principles and guidance on what I should do and how I should do it.
0: How has your faith shaped you over the years as a politician, as an attorney, as an, and now a, a candidate for attorney general?
1: It, my faith is the most pivotal influence in my life. Uh, I When I look back on my choices in going to law school, it was to be able to help people. Uh, leaving the private sector to go to the public sector was because I was unsatisfied with my practice. I didn't feel like I was giving back, and I didn't feel like I was making a positive difference in the lives of everyone I was around. And at the Attorney General's office, I found my passion, where every day I got to get up and make decisions in the best interest of the people, my client, the client that I had the ethical duty to be competent and loyal to. And that is my faith, um, serving and helping others. And so for me, uh, being a candidate, wow, I wouldn't be able to be a candidate without my faith. Uh, I have to let go and let God every day. Uh, and there are so many things happening in my campaign. It's just organized chaos at best. That's just the way a campaign is, especially a statewide, 24-7 kind of campaign. And every day I am, I am reminded that I just have to trust in God and make sure that I'm authentic make sure that I'm practicing those values I mentioned, and then let go and let it happen.
0: In Mark chapter 10, verse 45, Jesus comes to a pivotal place with his disciples where he tells them, he says, you look around and you see the Gentiles lording their power over others. And he says, it's not so, it's not to be with you that way. You're supposed to be different. Instead, anyone who wants to be a leader must first become a servant, that you must become the slave of others. And we see right now, and especially I think the evangelical Christian community is very much attuned to this. They look around at our politicians and those in power and they see them lording it over others. And you you, as a Democrat, are really in a place where you're swimming upstream in a lot of this because the people in your party, much of whom, at least on the national level, are in power and they are perceived as lording their power over others. Talk about that.
1: Well, and that I am a Democrat and I am local. I'll tell you that first and foremost. Um, and um, I want to be a public servant here in Arizona and do the right thing as attorney general. And I love that because it's about enforcing the law and upholding the rule of law and upholding our statutes and constitution. Um, and I'm trying to change, shift the leadership paradigm, at least here in Arizona. Uh, and uh, un- it's unfortunate that um, because I am a Democrat, uh, people naturally assume that I am uh, in the same camp and and in that stereotype Mm -hmm. Um, it really is a stereotype um, Mm -hmm. that I have to fight against every day Um, because I believe that as the Attorney General I get to be a servant and I want to shift the paradigm I want to change the image of leadership and as I travel the state I know exactly what you're talking about people tell me this every day they're turned off by leaders federally and locally, they believe that leaders are disengaged with what's really happening with uh, people's lives every day.
0: Can, can I ask you, does yeah. the, as attorney general, will the system allow you to be that servant leader? Or is it has it gotten to the point where you just have to do what everybody else does?
1: I believe that the one job, the one political job, where you can be a servant leader and put the people first is the attorney general. Because, again, you're the lawyer for the people. And um, I struggle every day in my campaign to stay on that road. I have to tell you, you have, you have lobbyists, you have consultants, you have, uh, not lobbyists, you have pollsters. And folks that um, I think want you to be more on the marketing side of a campaign than on the, in- the integrity and authenticity side of the campaign. Um, and for me, uh, I really want, I have to be who I am. I WOULD NOT BE DOING THIS UNLESS I COULD BE AUTHENTIC IN WHO I AM, AND MY BRAND, AS A CANDIDATE, uh, AS A POLITICIAN, IS ME. Uh, THE PERSON WHO'S GOT 17 YEARS OF EXPERIENCE IN THE TRENCHES, WHO WANTS TO BE THE ATTORNEY GENERAL AND CONTINUE THAT WORK uh, SERVING AND PROTECTING THE PEOPLE. THAT'S WHY I BELIEVE I HAVE THE ENDORSEMENTS OF ALL OF THE LAW ENFORCEMENT COMMUNITY. Uh, ALL OF THE STATEWIDE SWORN PEACE OFFICER GROUPS ARE ENDORSING ME, um, AND THE FIREFIGHTERS. And many Republican leaders as well, because they know I'm in it for the right reasons.
0: We're talking with Felicia Rodolini, the Democrat candidate for attorney general of the state of Arizona. Felicia, um, Christians take the Bible very seriously, and they look for what their government should do based on what the scripture says. One of the key scriptures in... The New Testament that talks about what the role of government should be is in Romans 13 and specifically in verse four, which says that God appoints political leaders to serve the people and they are to be agents of wrath to punish the wrongdoer, that they are to avenge those who have been wronged. How do you plan on enforcing the law in your role as attorney general?
1: Just like that uh (laughs) (laughs) actually um the that is the beauty of the attorney general's office is every day you're enforcing the civil rights laws the consumer laws disability laws environmental laws all of the the criminal laws uh the criminal division of the attorney general's office uh, goes after securities fraud investor fraud the scam artists and takes them to court and puts them in jail uh, the civil side of the attorney general's office uh, is the side that can get uh, restitution and hold scam artists accountable. When I was in the attorney general's office, I was the lead lawyer for the state against Arthur Anderson, the, a Goliath company um, that failed in its audits of the Baptist Foundation. And as a result, 11,000 people lost their retirement. Uh, I went after them aggressively. And we were able to return $217 million to the victims of that fraud. That's the role and responsibility of the attorney general's office is to prosecute criminals, make sure they go to jail, and whenever possible get restitution for the victims uh, and for the harm that was caused by the wrongdoing.
0: So you really are expressing a passion to be able to uphold the law and you see that as the role of government.
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, one of my priorities is aggressively going after consumer fraud, especially against our seniors. We need to send a message. We need to send a message to all those scam artists out there that think they can come to Arizona where we have a lot of retirement communities Um, and say, not in our backyard. Go someplace else. If you come to Arizona, we're going to go after you for scamming our seniors. We're going to put you in jail. We're going to make you return how much money you have taken from our seniors, and we're going to make an example of you so we can send that message out. um, Don't come to Arizona. I think that's not only the best thing we can do to protect our seniors and protect consumers in general, But it's what we need to do to protect all the good, legitimate businesses doing business in Arizona that are trying to be compliant and treat their customers with fairness and goodwill. And then as a result of the scam artists coming in, lose good reputation and are subject to a very unlevel playing field.
0: Felicia, I want to thank you so much for being with us today and for really doing what a lot of candidates won't do. And that is step across into... Um, Not enemy territory, but in territory that doesn't necessarily always support you to be able to say, How can I reach out and to uh, be able to make my viewpoint, make my platform known to a community of people?
1: Well, and let me finish by telling you my platform. My job as Attorney General is to protect the people of Arizona and to protect Arizona families. Um, I will go after sexual online predators, I will go after sex trafficking. I have a very robust plan to protect our border and to go after the organized criminals, the human smugglers and drug smugglers at the border. Uh, That's an area that I know a lot about. Um, I'm going to go after consumer fraud, as I mentioned to you, and it's very important to me to take politics out of the Attorney General's office and to investigate public corruption uh, wherever it is, regardless of political party, and make sure government is transparent and accountable to all Arizonans. Um, these are part of my priorities. You can go to my website at feliciaforarizona.com to see my plans, how I want to protect veterans and their military families, uh, and how I want to make sure every Arizonan feels safe, whether it's in their home, and on the streets, or in their dealings with business, or in their dealings with government. The job of this Attorney General is to protect and serve, and that's what I will do.
0: Felicia Rodolini. You have a wonderful name. Thank you. My wife's maiden name is Olivetti, and she did not want to give that up um, for Jacobs, but she did. But Felicia Rodolini, we are so happy that you joined us. FeliciaforArizona.com, Facebook.com forward slash FeliciaforArizona. Like her Facebook page, get updates, at FeliciaforAZ is her Twitter handle, and... Felicia, we will just see how things play out for you and our prayers for just continued energy. This is, running a campaign has got to be just a a very difficult thing, but um, you got a smile on your face (laughs) and you've got a lot of energy and it looks like you're up for the task.
1: I am, and I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity to share my story, my faith, and to talk to you about these issues.
0: This is Pastor Tim Jacobs, and it has been a joy to be with our Democrats candidate for Attorney General, Felicia Rodolini.
1: Thank you.